oui, oui, oh, je ne sais quoi. Welcome, welcome to the World Portal. Uh, before you enter this week's Year Wolf Portal, there is a very important question you must answer. Do you wish to continue living the life of a mere mortal, or is it something different, deeper, that you seek? If you are wanting to embrace the queen or king that you are, then stand firm. As, as firm as the buttocks of Shining Tatum in the divinity that is you and all around you. The messages you are about to download from the portal are intended for your ears. However, if this does not sound appealing to you and you wish to remain engulfed in feelings of lack, powerlessness, anxiety, and general discontentment, I suggest... Hey! Hey, Pierre. Pierre, I already told you, I'm... I'm doing my own intros. I appreciate you. I appreciate what you're trying to do for the wolf portal, but I just think that for where I am right now in the podcast, I just think it's better if I do it myself. Plus, this isn't even going to be one of those super super spiritually deep episodes. I mean, it has its it has it don't get me wrong, the gems are there, but it's it's more of just a really authentic, introspective, and slightly inebriated conversation with my good friend, JT. So with that being said, what is good, citizens of this beautiful, beautiful, perfect, and spectacular planet? I mean, come on, can we please get a hootie hoo for planet Earth? Are you kidding me? What? Like, okay, so, (laughs) so, however many elements just manifested themselves into, into billions, trillions, honestly, probably fucking zillions of different forms and compressed together to form a perfect spear that's just like orbiting the sun in perfect proximity to other planets. I mean, the Earth is so perfect that a fucking asteroid, I'm pretty sure that's what it was, an asteroid was hurling through space and got sucked in to Earth's beauty and was like, I think, I think I'm gonna just get in orbit with Earth and become a perfect spear and just watch her forever and control the tides, the 70% of water that she is. And then a little bit of this, a little bit of that, and boom, perfect home for sentient beings such as ourselves. Perfect place to get cozy or cook a meal or smoke some weed, or do whatever it is you want to do while you listen to this podcast. You heard me. You can do whatever you want while you listen to this podcast, as long as you listen. This week's podcast, I recorded with my good friend JT. We were both under the influence of good old alcohol and 
if you listen to my drugs episode, you probably heard me shit talk alcohol just a little bit, but I was sure to be very open about my own personal struggle with my, I don't want to call it an addiction, but that's exactly what it is to alcohol. Uh, and I do pretty good with it. I don't go out and get hammered often, but I do tend to keep wine in the house and that does my thing with the Miyomi. I should send them, I should send them uh, an affiliate request or something. See if I could sponsor them, even though to be quite honest, they don't really need sponsoring. It's fucking great wine. Anyways, this episode of the Wolf Portal is the shit, mainly because JT is hilarious. I literally had to spend an ungodly amount of time editing out all my cackles, or sometimes I didn't edit them out. I just tried to make them quieter, and you'll probably hear that. But hopefully, you will be too busy laughing along yourself. Um, one of the things I love so much about this podcast, well, before I get into that, JT is a father, he is an MMA coach, he is a great guy, and he also has two of his own podcasts. One of them is the Takedown Podcast, and the other one, oh, fuck, well, he's gonna say, I'm sorry, JT, I'm sorry, you know how much weed I smoke, I didn't take my alpha brain today, my memory's shit, but the upstairs Oh, fuck, it's something upstairs. But I will link both of them below and you will hear him mention them. And I highly recommend checking them out. And I'm just going to let the podcast speak for itself. I hope you, nah, I know you guys. Okay, okay, I don't want to assume. I hope you guys enjoy it. Sorry about Pierre. He doesn't fucking listen. He means the best. He means well, but fuck, you know. Without further ado, I thank you so, so deeply for taking the time and inviting me into you as you enter the one and the only Wolf. in the cut lighting some incense hey how you doing good how are you i'm kind of drunk yeah to be yeah, honest. Same. Same. <laughs> are you drinking yeah on? i'm sipping on some miomi red wine oh word i'm all white trash and shit so i'm drinking Coors banquet <laughs> Course, course is your shit. I remember you telling me that last I'm time. I'm trying to get a fucking sponsorship and they don't write me back. <laughs> well, you know what? That's their loss because you'd be doing great work for them. I fucking talk about them enough. <laughs> Have you had Miami Red Wine? Um, how good are you at editing podcasts? Just before I, I'm pretty good. Um, I edit out. A lot, a lot, a lot okay, so of my... Am I allowed to mention you're in Florida or are we keeping that like... 
No, you can mention it. People know. Okay. Um, have you tried the St. Augustine, the Vintner's Red? No, I never tried it. It's San Sebastian. It's so fucking good. That's the only red wine I'll drink, though. Hmm. Yeah, I don't. I don't fucks with any other red wine. What? I like. I could make you a list, sir. I like Moscato. I like um, like rosés. Mm. I got this fucking Post Malone wine. I don't, I'm sorry, I'm leaning away from the microphone. I got uh, this Post Malone wine. It's pretty dog shit, but <laughs> yeah. is it? Come yeah. on, Posty. I know that's what I How said. You I gonna like, do us like drop that. the fucking ball? But his podcast with Joe Rogan. Bullshit. But his podcast with Joe Rogan was so good. Did, oh, you, did so you see fucking, it? Yeah, so good. I was like, wow. I just, the alien talk and everything they got me. He's such so, an interesting uh, character. He is, you know? He's so multifaceted, which we all are. But I feel like a lot of the time uh, when it comes to celebrities, you almost kind of like, know what to expect in a way when they're uh, in this same kind of fast life that post Malone's in. Like I kind of expected him to be a little slow. You know what I mean? Yeah. I did not expect him to, uh, to be as witty as he actually was. Yeah. He's witty and woke as fuck. I love it. I've seen him live. He, uh, he's like so phenomenal live and like, I love, I love. Yeah. I remember we had this talk. (laughs) I love post Post Malone. I did not expect him to be, Nearly as fucking cool as he actually is. So kudos to him. Can't believe I missed it. All forever be salty. But you were just asking me before uh, before I started recording if I heard of Wim Hof. Why were you asking me that? All right. So I'm. So I used to do yoga. Like when I was still fighting, I used to do yoga. Mm-hmm. Uh, made my body feel good. I really appreciate it. So I still follow a lot of people on YouTube, uh, like yoga your yogis, I guess. Right. Uh-huh. So this fucking guy playing like touch butt in the park uh, was doing this shit called Wim Hof, like breathing or some shit. Uh-huh. And so I clicked this video and long story short, I felt like I blasted through the center of the fucking universe. Wow. After doing like these, yeah, these weird breathing techniques that he was, yeah. he was showing. So I've been playing this music at 432 Hertz. I think I sent it to oh, you. Oh right? yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been playing this music super loud late at night. I'll play it like super, super loud in the studio. I'll have like my candles. I'll have my incense. I got all these little Buddha heads laying around and shit. Love it. And then I'll do like these breathing techniques. And it's like the like the single greatest meditation I've ever had in my life. Wow. I love that. I recently, like maybe not even a full month ago, um, well, a little over a month ago, I found out who Wim Hof is uh, because I've been kind of getting into breath work now uh, and I fucking love it. It's super interesting. It is. It is uh, just the human body and all the techniques that you can utilize to reach certain different states of consciousness is amazing. But uh, I, Oh, actually what it was, was I watched um, under the skin, Russell Brand's podcast and he had Wim Hof on there and I was That's like, good. fuck, this guy is amazing. And I've seen his picture before, right? Like we, we've all seen um, Wim Hof with the fucking, with the Speedos on top of Mount, whatever yeah, the fuck that, it's called. Crazy. That, that dude alone um, made me not interested in the Wim Hof. <laughs> and I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to give it a shot. <laughs> I drank fucking Coors, Coors Light and Coors Banquet every fucking night. I might as well do this. Like, fuck it. <laughs> 
He's so incredible in that fucking breathing technique. It's crazy because once you hit that like 45 second mark, you can feel your blood or the oxygen in your blood rather start kind of doing this little tingling thing. And then that's when, I don't know if you have the app, but that's when his voice comes in and he's like, let the body do what the body is capable of doing. <laughs> I, uh, I literally like, I watch those videos and I'll see what they're doing. And then I turn the videos <laughs> off. Like they, they fuck me up if I try to listen to the video and meditate at the same time. Cause you got this fucking dude and he's talking to you. I'm like, shut the fuck up, dude. Like, let me get in my fucking zone, bro. <laughs> I don't know. It kind of helps me out. But um, me and my friend just hosted our very first, like, it's like this little spiritual gathering thing uh, called Soul Alignment Sessions. And she took us through this breath work that was really similar to Wim Hof's right before I led a guided meditation. And um, yeah, it was just the perfect setup for it. Because I don't know if you've like listened to him talk about but talk about it, but he says... Uh, he says that when you're holding your breath for those long periods of time, it decalcifies or it begins to decalcify your pineal gland. So that's uh, originally what got me, like what, how I found these these breathwork videos was a I was like cruising through yoga YouTube, which if you if you've never done yoga, like yo, it's fucking phenomenal. Coming from a dude mm-hmm. who like, used to beat the shit out of people in a cage, like yo, this is manly here, as here. fuck. Yeah, right. So, uh, A, like I was on yoga uh, YouTube, and B, I was Googling um, because because I'd always heard like there's natural ways to release the DMT into your body, like mm. like to decalcify your, your uh, pineal gland. So I was like, fuck it. Let I'm me find out it. about that DMT yeah, release. I was like, I'm going to find me a cool video. Yeah. And so <laughs> I don't know, <clears throat> because like the studies are so inconsistent, right? So I don't know if mm-hmm. the breath work that I was doing is like legitimately like decalcifying my pineal gland, but I had some crazy ass dreams. Uh, the night that I messaged you, what, when was that? Like uh, Friday or Saturday? I want to say it was like two nights ago or something like that. Yeah. When I was like, yo, I just fucking blasted off dog. Like, <laughs> I really did. I felt, I felt so good. Like, like I've meditated before and tried to like hit like the little, like I call it like the flow state where you're just like yeah. with your thoughts and you can work through individual problems or different anxieties or or mm-hmm. stressors or whatever like i've been there before but never like this and i don't know if mm. it was maybe something like like i convinced myself old fucking wim hoff was helping me get here or like i don't like i don't know i don't do that don't do that we are all the way on the woo woo side right here in the wolf <laughs> portal and it was definitely the breathing techniques that got you there see i, I seem to think so too and I done it again uh, last night. And once again, like I hit that little like that flow state where I'm like able to process all these day to day stressors and like all these um, like anxiety inducing thoughts. And I'm able to like mm-hmm. sit and process them and like work myself through them. And it's like there's nothing like I don't even hear the music like I'm just in my own head. Yeah. And then it felt so good. Like I cried afterwards. Like I'm not even gonna lie. Like I just. Like, wow. I, was kind of I was like, yeah, this feels good. Like I felt so uh, like relieved afterwards. Oh, that is amazing. I'm kind of jealous because I've been like, ah, well, here's the thing. Like I'm like not an easy crier, but lately I've been very emotional. Like, and it's, it's like happy tears, tears of gratitude, tears of wow. Like uh, just 
tears are deeply connected to love and realizing, you know, what I am and what my role is in this whole thing. And um, just finally feeling like I'm kind of doing what's aligned with my soul's purpose. And they've been good tears, but like, like out of a meditative state, that is some powerful shit. Let me tell you, I will say I'm a girl dad. Like I'm emotional as fuck. Like I cry a lot. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like, I was like, you seen that movie Soul on Disney? Like, yeah. Right. Oh my god, I'm waiting till my friend flies in on Thursday to watch it with me because, like, it's this whole big deal. She's like, that movie's made for us to watch together. Yeah, it's such we a gotta good watch it. I'm not gonna. Oh, I've it. heard I'm not really gonna it. It's so good. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, like, I tear up watching like shit like that. I'm like, what the fuck, man. <laughs> I used to be a guy that would like, like, I'd be like cracked open, like bleeding in a cage, and like like growling you know what i mean and now i'm fucking, <laughs> fucking crying at disney movies bro like get the fuck out of here oh good good so let's uh let's get into that a little bit why don't you briefly you know i'm going to go back and film an intro for this and uh introduce you but why don't you briefly e- explain who you are to the lovely listeners yeah uh i'm a former cage fighter turned mma coach and i host two podcasts there's like some shit going on in my background. I don't know if you hear that. I host two podcasts. Uh-huh. One's called The Takedown, where um, I have these really deeply introspective conversations that often turn very comical uh, with like random people around the world. And then I have another show called The Weekly Forecast, which I co-host with my brother. And it is our weak ass attempt at uh, like satirical news and <laughs> phone calls. And we just giggle the whole time and get drunk. It's pretty fun. <laughs> oh, that sounds like so much fun. Amazing. Amazing. Have you ever seen so, the, the Saturday Night Live, the the news desk or whatever? I want to say that I have, but my memory is just so shit. If I have, like it Michael, hasn't been. In Michael Shea time. and like Colin Jost host it where they like, they'll like do like the news articles uh, every week or whatever. Anyway, that was like our inspiration. And then we set up like this phone number and people started calling in, like leaving these crazy questions. You've left a couple incredible questions. Oh shit! Yeah. Wait, so you guys go and do you answer them on there? Yeah. <laughs> what do you think? What do you think they were for? <laughs> I had no idea to be honest. I'm like, fuck it, I'll do it. I don't care. <laughs> Anytime that I reach out to like one of my friends to get a question is because the people that listen to this show, I don't know if like they're fucking like they're on a different frequency than I am or something because they'll call in and they'll just be like, shit, fuck, piss, and then hang up, and I'm like, bruh. I ain't answering this fucking voicemail if that's all it's going to be. <laughs> we have some good ones on there sometimes, but like, it's, oh, yeah, wow. sometimes it's just bullshit. Hmm. So you went from cage fighting, very fucking intense, to being an MMA coach. Um, That's incredible. How are those two worlds a lot alike or... Uh... It's, it's a little different because, like, like I used to love fighting. Like, I truly thought at one point, like, I was going to be, like, the, the greatest fighter in the world. And then when mm-hmm. I found out I was having, a, like, a kid, like, I found out I was, uh, like, about to have my daughter. Like, I didn't want to, like, take any chances because of, like, CTE and mm-hmm. shit like that. I don't want to take any chances of, like, forgetting, uh, like, these moments. You know what I mean? So. Right. I told the guy that I was, uh, like I told the the dude at the place that I was training at the time, I was like, Hey, like, I'd like to shift my focus more towards like teaching and coaching than actually fighting. And he yeah. agreed. He was like, yeah, that's, that's honestly like, that's commendable. Like, like good for you. 
and we started doing it. So I started coaching striking, uh, which is funny because like I've wrestled my entire life. Um, so I like started coaching striking and got really good at it and taught a lot of people, a lot of cool shit. And then just recently another gym, uh, popped off near, like a little bit closer to me. So I moved there and just fell in love with the people, fell in love with the place. And, uh, we've been rocking strong in there now and we're trying to get some guys ready for some fights and I don't know, hopefully have like the next superstar or if not, then, Hey, I'm teaching people self-defense, which is ultimately like what I'm in it for. Like, I want to teach people how to, how to protect yourself. Yeah, that is amazing. Um, so similar, just, you know, the competition side, like I'm not the one getting punched in the fucking face, which I don't mind. Right, right, right. (laughs) God, I could not imagine. Um, so before we wait, 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 pause. Have you never been punched in the face? Never. What? I do not like confrontation. I am a peaceful light worker. And I <laughs> <laughs> I literally like went to this middle school where it was just so uh, I don't want to say ghetto, but it was. And like literally there was just so much fucked up energy everybody was like getting into fights literally every day I would go to school scared to get in a fight and I was not in any drama I just like literally had this fear like oh my god one of these like fucking have you ever seen the proud family yeah you went you went to school in the town you live in now or like the city you live in now mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. oh yeah like not the exact same town but um oh, yeah. very very close um do you remember the growth sisters yeah 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 <laughs> There's like a, a group of sisters very similar to that that went to my middle school and I was like, oh shit. <laughs> you remember you remember Ed, Ed and Eddie? <laughs> yeah. You remember, you remember the fucking Canker sisters? Oh my god. Yeah, those, those bitches went to school with me in Virginia, I swear. Like <laughs> Yeah, so I feel you. I feel you one hundred percent. I was the complete opposite. If you if we ever had like a boring day in high school and somebody was like, hey, they turn around and punch him in the face. I'd be like, yo, you been talking about my mom? And they'd be like, what? <laughs> no. Be like, what? And I'd just be like, boom. Yeah, I used, to, I used to be a lot different now. I've had like a complete ego death. So like, mm. I'm not like, I'm not. And how did that happen? Uh, I, Like, truthfully, like, I have no mm-hmm. idea. I have, I have no mm. idea. I think uh, like the feeling of like becoming a parent uh mm. maybe um yeah maybe it's like becoming a parent maybe uh like that that yeah i've heard like that becoming growing. a parent's very psychedelic yeah like that growing um a lot of meditation a lot of yoga like when i was like when i was growing up i used to wrestle like i wrestled year round for for years mm-hmm. um so if you're um sorry (laughs) if you're involved in wrestling at like any level uh you know it's like a very masculine dominated sport right it's like a very primal like it's it's i mean essentially like it's a combat sport right so i've done that from like a young age and i was taught i told at like a young age like you're gonna be an olympic athlete you're gonna be uh you're gonna be a state champion then you're gonna be a national champion then you're gonna be a fucking NCAA national champion. Then you're going to be a, an Olympic athlete. And you're going to be an Olympic champion. Like, so I was told this all uh, my No pressure yeah. though. Yeah. Yeah. No fucking pressure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, your parents' marriage only depends on it. No. Um, <laughs> no, like I was told this like a young age. Right. So like 
my entire life. Like I focused on that. And then I broke my arm my senior year. So like dreams mm-hmm. fucking crushed. Like I broke my arm in front of the people who were like scouting me for college. Um, Fuck. So then they were, they told me they were like, Oh, we're going to redshirt you your freshman year, which I didn't even want to fucking go to college, but to wrestle. Like that was the only reason I wanted to go. And mm-hmm. so I, I told uh, a lot of people, I was like, yeah, I'm just going to take a fucking year off. I'm going to work, save up some money and then go to college and fucking party my ass off and wrestle. And then at 18, I got like a sick ass job. I was like working third shift, making damn good money. Mm-hmm. started getting like tattooed and like partying and shit. And then never like went back. Yeah. So like MMA was like my way of like competing. Right. So like then I was in this very like masculine dominated sport for quite a while. Um, and then like, I, like there's something like, there's something primal about fighting. Right. But there's something mm-hmm. so humbling about getting punched in the face and like knocked unconscious. Fuck. And I was knocked unconscious once and choked unconscious twice. And I think this is like my theory. Um, I think slowly, but surely every bit of ego I had was slowly getting chipped away. Like every time I got punched in the face, like every time I would get choked, every time I'd get like, like knocked out, like I think slowly, but surely, yeah, like kind of like it was like building, right? Like a, uh, like a musical crescendo, right? Like it's just building and building and building. So finally, um, my very last fight, I got submitted. I fought two weight classes above where I usually fight just because I was like cocky and I was like, fuck it and got submitted like fucking co-main event, like was like essentially like, like I'd hit my, um, like I hit like a fucking, uh, I don't know how to describe it. Like I hit my groove, I guess. Like I knocked Mm -hmm. out two people back to back, had like a fucking, um, like a, a fight that went viral, like a bloody ass fight that went viral. Like I was like feeling myself and then, yeah, you know, got fucking submitted right off the bat. So like, I think that done a lot to it. And then, uh, like months later I like showed up, I moved actually to uh, South Carolina and started training in a new gym surrounded by pro fighters. And I'm just, and guys that are in like UFC Bellator, like King of the cage, like champions. And I'm training alongside of them and I'm just like watching their attitude. So like your, like your environment will, um, like I believe like a hundred percent, like you are a product of your environment. Right. So uh-huh. as I'm like being around these guys, like my attitude about fighting and, and about training and, and ego and whatnot slowly started to shift. And then when I found out I was having a child, it like fully, I don't know, like, like popped. Yeah. And it wow. just kind of, all these, all these things just added up and added up and added up and I had to strip myself down. I've also struggled with anxiety and depression, like my entire life. Mm-hmm. So around this time, <laughs> I had like a, not like a mental breakdown, but like a little breakdown. Mm-hmm. And uh, I got really into like yoga and meditation and like fucking centering myself. And Love it. Yeah. Love it. it just all you answered the up. call of the soul. Yeah. Something like that. Cause, cause you know, I just want to be a lot a good of people dad. don't. I want to be a good dad yeah. and teach people how to choke other people unconscious or knock them <laughs> multifaceted oh that's so good that reminds me of this i don't want to call it a poem it's not really a poem but it's like a journal excerpt that i wrote um 
And I was thinking about reading it right now, but you know, I actually think I'll do it as the intro. I would mean, oh, well, fuck me. <laughs> Should I read it? Okay. <laughs> I, would be, I would be fucking honored. All right. Let me go grab my journal. I feel Two like seconds. people listening aren't going to be able to tell when I'm uh, being like sarcastic and when I'm not. This is just my. I favorite. wasn't. <laughs> like, like, wait a minute. <laughs> no, I, re- I really would. <laughs> I really would be fucking honored. All right. Hold on. I feel like I give really long-winded replies because sometimes, uh, you know, like if you, if you live with anxiety, like you know, you know what? I don't even think she's listening, folks. I, think I wasn't. Knows. My my oh. headphones were way over here. <laughs> I, like, I, said, I said sometimes I give really long-winded replies because you know anxiety, like living with anxiety, you're like afraid to talk and then you start talking and you're afraid to not like like you're afraid to stop talking and then you just keep oh my talking. god no literally that is me i get it all the time like i'll be like dead ass serious or like really genuine people be like are you being sarcastic like yeah, i'm just, not meaning to be dry just <laughs> <laughs> yeah i just fucking start rambling sometimes and going on and on and on and on and on, and on. to make a long story pretty long. much I'm like the opposite though. I like won't talk much. Um, oh, I'll give you a so full that's why breakdown. I'll, <laughs> I'll be like, all right, technically, technically <laughs> I blew fucking bullshit. They made that shit up. And let me tell you why. <laughs> and let me tell you why. All right. So I wrote this poem on November. It's not a poem. I don't know why I keep calling it that. <laughs> you wrote this. this uh, I yes. Excerpt. This excerpt. Yes. It, wait, what? On, I said excerpt too. Excerpt. <laughs> excerpt. excerpt. <laughs> Are you putting it? You're putting a P in there. I'm putting a P and a T. Wait, is there no excerpt? Ex- excerpt. I don't. Now I don't know. I was going go <laughs> to be an English major, so this is actually really embarrassing. <laughs> Mm. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. I didn't you mean might to be right. No, you might be right. I don't, um, I don't think I am. I'm, I'm going <laughs> to lie to you. I don't think I am. <laughs> so I wrote this excerpt, excerpt, whichever, it's excerpt. on <laughs> November 23rd. Excerpt. 2020. <laughs> excerpt. Sorry, I had to, I had to find out. <laughs> oh, so it so it does have a T or, or does it does have a P? Google pronounces it. P-t. Okay. Excerpt. Yeah, English was kind of my shit. So. Engl- I thought English was mine, but I guess not. <laughs> Sorry, I don't mean to keep interrupting you. Go right ahead. I'm, I'm excited. <laughs> no, <you're good. laughs> okay, so uh, I actually wrote this not long after I found out about my mom having cancer, um, and. Uh, I know that you know already, and I released a podcast today where I talked about it a little bit. So at this point, most of my listeners know. Thanks. It was really a uh, kind of vulnerable position to put myself in. But, you know, I started the podcast to tell the truth and to try and help people in any way that I can. And, uh, you know, I thought it best to be genuine. So I just said, fuck it. People don't believe me, but like these podcasts, like like conversations, like the one me and you had before, like the one we're having now, like I have I have incredibly 
hilarious friends, right? Like I, I'm a guy like I am writing stand up comedy. Like I like to think I'm a funny fucking guy, but I have great people around me who are like incredibly funnier than I am is what I'm saying. Right. And uh-huh. we get on uh, like different podcasts and shit. And we have the most introspective conversations where like you're absolutely stripped as vulnerable as you possibly can be. And like, there's mm-hmm. something so liberating about that. Like, yeah. I, don't, I don't know what it is. I don't know how to describe it. Like, it's just so liberating. And so I'm glad that you, I'm glad you got to have that moment uh, today. Thank or you. You, said, you said today, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Really yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm glad you got to have that because that's a lot of people are like walking around bottling this shit up. Um, yeah. I'm glad you got to get it out. Thanks. Me too. Uh, it feels weird. Like I got some comment from some guy that was like, just listen to that episode. And I was like, oh my God, I feel naked. I feel like I'm standing naked in front of a crowd right now. Um, but he was just like, best of best of luck to your mom and prayers out and all that stuff. And I was like, kind of like, oh, like I don't want sympathy. But then again, like I know that's just my ego, you know, Absolutely. that's like. Um, prayers up for Mama Wolf, but. Exactly. Like, like for sure. Like I understand what you're saying. Like I, I do the same shit. Like I'll talk about something and people will be like, "Hey, you good?" And I'm like, "Oh fuck." I, <laughs> I know. I'm like, don't nope, break it out. <laughs> I put out a podcast one time and I had like three fucking three messages on Instagram. Guys were like, "Hey, are you okay, buddy?" And I'm like, "Yo, I don't even fucking know you. We don't have any fucking. We don't have anything in common." Like, I understand. Like you're a fan, but bro, I'm good. And I even said it multiple <laughs> times in the podcast. Hey, I'm good. I'm good. Mm-hmm. That motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, you really good? I'm like, yeah, okay, whatever. Thank you. Thank you for that support. <laughs> All right, enough. I'm, uh, I'm talking too much. Let me have this. <laughs> All right, here we go. <clears throat> I have been crying all day. They are sad tears and happiness tears simultaneously. They are tears of rage and tears of complete serenity. Tears of bewilderment and total knowing. They are tears mourning the death of my ego. She is dying a slow, painful death through the silent indifference of my mind and relinquishing of my desires. I always thought through growing older I would come to know myself more. But what I am coming to know deeply is not self. Self is a part of it, but it is not self. It is all-encompassing, loving awareness. Everything, everything, everywhere. This isn't to say ego isn't putting up a hell of a fight. She's going out Rambo style, kicking, screaming, thrashing, clawing with all she's got. And every time I think she's finally dead, she elbow drops me or pops out from a dark corner, looking way more vivacious than she should. Nevertheless, weaker every time. I am mourning and rejoicing her death. I am dancing and balled up in fetal position besides myself. I am separating myself from all the phenomenon that keeps rising and falling and instead of identifying with what is in between and always there and always waiting with arms wide open. Tut. Twam Asi. Fucking beautiful. And that's it. I don't mean to I don't mean Thank to you. uh like bone or kill this moment, but has anyone ever told you you should do ASMR? 
You know what? I have gotten that before. I was listening times. to read the fucking dictionary. <laughs> <laughs> like, Thank you. I, would, I would just fucking I'd be like okay and what does this mean no um <laughs> fucking beautiful um you said you said uh actually you alluded to it twice that the death of your ego was like painful mm, yeah How well it's just painful because it's painful because like I want it to die I I don't want to be my ego I know that I'm more than my ego you know I am uh I am infinite consciousness. I am a piece of source manifesting itself temporarily in this physical body to have this physical experience. And I'm striving to identify with that more than with my ego. Um, Ego's got to go. But what's painful about it isn't that it's, it's slowly getting purged out of my existence, what's painful about it is that I can't just do it all at once, you know? It's oh, like okay. it's like a pride thing. It's like Yeah, it's like I'm it's like I'm thinking like, oh, okay, I'm I'm like ego free now. I am pretty much a Zen monk. And then and then some shit will pop up or whatever the case may be. And then there's just still ego there. There's still ego there. There's still ego there. And you know, I'm still having to do all of this refining and it's like fuck you know see i think um i gotta light another incense and i can't get the little stick out of the hole (laughs) that a bitch um see i think not that i don't agree with you uh Mm -hmm. i feel sometimes like when i acknowledge the fact that like i've had an ego death i worry that it's like egotistical to think that way have you ever had that? Have you ever had that moment, like where your oh, mind's yeah. like playing tricks on you? Um, I All see. The time. I just woke up one day and realized because so I used to be this guy like I've competed at a high level my entire life, and I woke up one day, fucking black eyes, like my fucking my body was hurting, <laughs> like I was hurting all over, right? Like mm-hmm. I got my ass handed to me in practice like the night before and i woke up and i was like it feels good like i needed that yeah i I needed that like i needed to get beat up almost Mm. and that's when i realized like this has been quite a while i was like my ego is fucking gone bro like because anytime before that like if i got like if i got kind of beat up in practice like like i felt like uh i needed to win rounds in practice not that like I like fucking sandbag rounds now. Like I still try to give all my guys good work when we spar and like I try to be a good partner. But I'm like I used to be that guy where like if, if we had somebody new come in the gym and they were acting like an asshole, like they'd be like, Hey, spar with spar with JT and I'd just fucking light them up. You know what I mean? Like But it was like I woke up one day and I was like, yo, like that felt good. Like I needed that. And that's when I realized like yeah. my ego slowly chipped itself away. Like it's it's fucking gone. But you know, I love that you said that because at first I'm like, well, I can't relate to this because, (laughs) you know, I don't, I've never done the whole MMA thing or been in a fight or anything. Uh, But exactly how you said that that happened and, uh, and you woke up and you're like, I needed that. Like, like I see what's going on here. It's never never been like, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, you're good. Um, 
it's never been like a person that's done that um, per se, but sometimes life does that too, you know? <laughs> like, I, mean, I feel like, like- <laughs> it, was, it was multiple fucking people that done it for me. No, um, I literally, like, we had a guy in our gym when I was in South Carolina. Uh, he was getting ready to fight. Uh, do you know Paige Van Zandt? Mm, no. Oh, she's like kind of famous. Um, yeah. Oh, wait, Peyton. Did you say no, Peyton? No, Paige Van Zandt. She was on Dancing with the Stars, Chop. She used to be a UFC fighter. She's a bare knuckle fighter now. No, I don't know her. Anyways, her husband's a bad motherfucker. And one of our guys was getting ready to fight him. We had another guy getting ready to make his UFC debut. And I went on a, uh, on a Wednesday night and just got fucked up by these guys. And any any other time, like... I would be like trying to win rounds. Like I'd be trying to like fucking um, like I'd be trying my ass off to like not get fucked up. You know what I mean? Cause mm. like, it's, it's, I don't know if it's like more of an ego thing, or like a pride thing, or like a man thing. Um, but like, I'd just be trying my ass off. That fucking incident caught on fire. <laughs> um, no uh, way. Yeah. The energy. I had What is the incense? What's the scent of it? Um, hang on, let me, like a dragon fruit. Oh, nice. And then this one's fresh pine. I got like a bunch of them in here. I bought one, I bought like a set that has like a bunch of different uh, things and it has like a little lotus flower incense burner. It's like you stick the the wick like right in the middle of the the lotus flower, but the only shitty part is like when they burn down, it's like hard to get them out of the the middle or whatever because it's a fucking lotus flower. Whoever thought this, I gotta up. send you a picture of mine. It's fucking amazing. My one of my good friends got it for me last year, and it's like this tree with literally mushrooms growing out of the trunk. It's like a tree sculpture, and mine doesn't the regular incense stick. It's the cone, so you put it on top of it, and so it's backflow. Oh, I fucking and the. Cones. It's so cool. The smoke just pours out of its mouth. I think the I think the cones smell better. I'm not like 100 percent sure, but I'm pretty sure they smell like stronger. It is pretty strong. More, like they're more concentrated, I guess. But mm-hmm. yeah, but I noticed that, like I like I just didn't give a fuck. I was like, I went to the gym. I gave these guys as much work as I possibly could, and like I felt proud of myself for for that. And afterwards, mm-hmm. I was like, fuck it. Like I did the best I could do, and that's yeah. when I was like, you know what? I'm fucking, I'm different. <laughs> like, I love it. Yeah. And it felt really good. I mean, it felt, it felt like shit, but it felt really good. You know what I mean? <laughs> it fucking hurt. Like it hurt, shit, but good. It hurt to fucking pee, but yeah, it felt really good. Mm, I was listening to this. I can't remember what the fuck it was. Um, It's probably an Aubrey Marcus podcast, but it's somebody was like, people have this misconception that life's supposed to feel good all the time. And uh, and the truth is that growth growth can come from happy times and, and light times too. But real growth, true growth, I feel like usually is uh, stemming from roots of roots of pain. Um Roots of sometimes getting your ass handed to you, whether it be by a person or a life situation. Um, and things like that build character, you know? Do you remember when Aubrey was in that car wreck and it like fucked his face mm-hmm. up really good? 
Yeah. I had, a, I had an accident and fucked my face up pretty good. Like right before. I remember that. you telling yeah. me you yeah. me some of the pictures. I, I sent you some of the photos, yeah. So that was also like the like the final, final straw in my ego. Definitely. Where, now I'm walking around with fucking a, like a like looking like fucking Frankenstein. That was like the final, that was the final piece of it, I think. Oh, that'd break me. I care so much about my looks. <laughs> I don't know what I would do. I, put a paper I did. Back over my head. <laughs> I did, and after that, I'm just like, fuck it, dude. Like, I walk around now, like I have like a fucking mullet growing. I have this fucking thick ass beard. Like, you have a mullet growing? Hell yeah, I'm trying. <laughs> Mullets are making a comeback, honestly. My friend Justin has a mullet. And like at first when he told me, I was like, oh my gosh, serious fucking mullet. But it's grown on me. It's pretty cute. (laughs) They're fucking fucking cool, dude. Business in the front, party in the back. Party in the back. (laughs) I'm trying my ass off. (laughs) Oh, man. But um, yeah. Life, life humbling you is necessary sometimes because <clears throat> it's easy to be a good person when shit's all easy for you. It's easy to smile at everybody throughout the day and hold doors open and be there when people need you when shit's going easy for you. But uh, how are you going to show up when, you know, when you've just gotten into a fucking accident or, or something that has a negative impact has just happened in your life, you know? Right. Yeah. And that was like, I don't know. Like I always cared about my looks and then that happened. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Hockey players are pretty cool too. You know, (laughs) they're all missing, they're all missing teeth and shit. Fuck it. Why can't I? (laughs) Um, It it was, it was, like I said, it's been like a very, uh, it's taken a lot of time and I felt myself, uh, like I've, I've felt it like, and I've acknowledged it in layers over years. Cause this is, it started in 2018 when I, yeah. first, when I first noticed that I was like killing it or that it was dying or whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, 2019, like I had my daughter, had my accident first. And that's when I was finally like, fuck it. Like who fucking cares what the world thinks about me? Like I'm going to be me no matter what. And mm-hmm. I had my daughter and like, that's like a life changing experience. And now, now like I was having a conversation with my buddy the other day and he was like, oh, I'd be too embarrassed to do that. And I'm like, bro, fuck, like who cares? Like, you know what yeah. I mean? And he was like, why are you like, you really just don't care what people think. I was like, no, nah, dude, I don't give a fuck. Like, I don't like, I don't, I don't know. Like I'm just me. <clears throat> that's a powerful yeah. place to be. I don't need to impress anybody. Like, yeah, uh, something that, ugh, I, I don't even want to talk about it because it bothers me so much. But like, and I've gotten better at it, um, or about it, I should say. But just like going out dancing for some reason, I don't know what happened. Like going out dancing used to be my shit. Like I remember, I went out dancing with my friend one night, and like this girl came up to me afterwards and. I don't even know why I took this so much to heart because, like, it's a drunk girl in a club, whatever. Of course, that all drunk girls in clubs do is fucking compliment each other. But this girl's like, oh, my God, you dance so good. I wish I could dance like that. I was like, bitch. 
<laughs> and, like, <laughs> and I don't know what the fuck has happened since then, but I get so timid and I'm like, I don't want, I'm a chair dancer now and I don't like it. I'm like, I want to dance like nobody's watching, you know, like why? And it's just like one of those things I think about, like, why do I care? He'll be your babysitter the whole time. <laughs> no, I, I used to go in uh, 2018. There used to be a club in the town that I'm, well, like one town over from me, but we used to go to it and they used to do cage fights there sometimes. So, like I was very acquainted with everybody there because um, I had a sweet ass knockout there one time and everybody bought me like free drinks, including like mm. the bartenders. And uh, so like they all knew me. So every Friday night they would do like a country Western night and you fucking know me. I'm redneck as fuck. So I was like, all right, bet. I put my boots on, put my flannel shirt on, had my damn, uh, this is going to sound really bad. Cause I'm like a fucking athlete and I have the hiccups, uh, but I'm an athlete, but I had my fucking Marlboro reds in my front pocket. Like I was ready to go. <laughs> I went up there and they played Brooks and Dunn. I was boot scooting, boogieing all over that motherfucker. <laughs> And I was like, I, and I acknowledged it right then. And I was like, I can't fucking dance. Like, I don't know when or who, um, like, fucking told me I could, but I definitely can't. So I don't like dancing. Not because I can't do it, but because I see other people dancing, like, really good. And I'm, like, kind of low-key jealous. <laughs> but, uh, me too. <laughs> I, I just can't dance. It, it just feels awkward. It feels so awkward to me. I don't know. Dancing's like my passion, low key. That's why it bothers me when I go out and then I don't do it. I'm like, I know I can dance. I've, I've got it in my blood. It's my shit. Like, I'm from the Caribbean. Like, this is what we do. But I don't, me, I don't know. I just, you give me fucking four Bud, Budweiser's and I'll be fucking great. <laughs> I'll, I'll jump out there. I'll boost Budweiser's. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, what happened favorite. to the sponsorship? Oh, what what are, you, what are you talking I'm, about? And I'm drinking fucking Coors right now as we're talking. <laughs> Here we go. Back you, to Coors. You can't order a Coors banquet in a bar, I don't think. Can you? Ah, oh, shit. Um, I don't, I don't know. know. The, bars in, the bars here you can, but... Can you really? I yeah. I don't know. Coors banquet's absolute fucking... Gold. Oh, you said banquet. I didn't know that was a thing. I don't even know what that is. Coors banquet, yeah. I So I bought it ironically because of Cobra Kai. Johnny Lawrence on there was drinking it. And uh, so I bought it ironically. Turns out it's really fucking good. And I'm probably alone keeping them in business. But yeah, I don't think you can buy this shit in like bars. So you got to get a Bud Heavy. Hmm. Or if you're if you're feeling like extra fucking exotic, you got to get a Ultra. <laughs> because I won't, I won't buy, I won't buy mixed drinks at a bar anymore. Like they're so fucking expensive. But I'll drink whiskey sours until the fucking sun comes up. But mm. you know, not for no you know what's crazy? Eight dollars a drink. <laughs> what's crazy, Wolfie? Wait, do you go by and, Wolfie on here? Or do you go by? Your uh, it's whatever. It's whatever you're feeling. I love when people call me Wolfie. Okay. Honestly, I just said first name um, acted because I didn't. Know. <laughs> So what I was going to say is crazy is that it's been 44 minutes and I have not even asked you a single question that I was planning on, which we, is a good thing. We just have such a fucking good time. We just have such a good time, you know? We're boot scooting mm-hmm. boogieing across the podcast world. <laughs> <laughs> We're just fucking dancing the night away over here. That we are. All right. So let me get into... The first question. But first, let me hit this pen. 
Yeah, yeah, I've been turning my mic off and like hitting mine. I remember you told me that the first time. I think that's so funny. I got so much fucking. Somebody hate. had the audacity. I already told you those are the fucking people who are trying to quit their vapes. They hear it and they're fucking. They get a little itch and they're like, "Fuck this guy." I don't know if any of my fans are listening to this podcast. Fuck you guys. I'm gonna hit this shit right here. Do it. No, that was way fucking loud. I'm sorry. Oh yeah, I'm gonna have to edit that out. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> you just lost fucking two fans for getting hit in the fucking. <laughs> okay, so. The sad note before we get started, I so you laughed so fucking hard at like the forty some odd minute mark on our podcast. I literally like I sectioned it out, and I just kept a <laughs> ten minute snippet of you laughing. It was so genuine. I was like, "Yeah, this is fucking awesome." I wish I could remember what it was that you said because I can remember. Purge radio. Oh, the purge radio! <laughs> you gotta write that out in one of your stand-ups or something and like <laughs> just run with it because that is hilarious <laughs> well the fucking purge is about to be it's two days away as we speak so don't don't say that because you don't understand okay so listen i have been working with this piece of moldavite crystal i was gonna bring it up earlier because you said something about dreams but i was like don't do it don't do it but i gotta fucking do it so listen do it. i have been working with this piece of moldavite, have you heard of that crystal? I've, I've so I actually have a really good friend that's like really into crystals, and and she goes to talking sometimes, and I don't even know what she's talking about. So <laughs> I have no idea. I'm sorry, I'm like ignorant to the crystal world, but I'm. Don't be sorry. I'm ignorant to the martial arts world no, and a I bunch of know. other worlds. Um, but basically, yeah, moldavite isn't even really a crystal. It because crystals were formed in the earth uh, throughout whatever, however long period of time. But Moldavite came from a meteorite or a comet. What comet? I think it was a meteorite. One of those that crashed into the earth's surface around like 15,000 years ago, maybe, whatever, in the Czech Republic. And it's this like green glaceous, it looks like glass, and it's like a real freaky looking Um, But it's supposed to be, it's said to be one of the most powerful crystals in the world. And like, whereas usually you can get a a decent sized crystal for like around three to seven dollars for like a smaller one, like a tiny, tiny, tiny piece of Moldavite costs like 23 bucks. And uh, they're pretty, pretty hard to come across. So found one, um, started, you know, keeping it on me, meditating with it, sleeping with it. Every single time I sleep with this crystal, I have the most vivid, almost night terror-like dreams. And it's not like, it's not like sometimes I sleep with it. And it's not like just a like, like, like a psyche thing. It is every single time I sleep with this crystal, my dreams are like, they turn into night terrors. Like they're so vivid. I can remember them. Um, like to a T, I sweat in my sleep. My cat will come cuddle up next to me because of whatever I'm doing, and she never does that. And I just will like wake up throughout the night and then go back to sleep to the same dream. It's absolutely insane. And um, just to put it in context, the night before my mom called to tell me that she had cancer, I had a dream that I'm standing 
behind the house. <clears throat> and there's like this canal and my mom's standing with my little brother and sister and it's dark outside. It's like dark as fuck. I can barely see, but I just know she's standing there with my little brother and sister by the edge of the canal. And all of a sudden I hear a fucking splash and she falls in and I'm like, oh shit. And I hear her like splashing around and I'm like, I hope she can swim. I'm like, wait, can she swim? I'm like, fuck, I think I need to go help her, but I'm not the strongest swimmer. So I'm like, fuck, I'm scared. And I'm just like realizing that my little brother and sister are there and there's nothing they can do. And I'm like, fuck, I got to jump in and save her. And I had that dream. And the next morning she told me that. And I was like, that's crazy because I think I told you like I was thinking about moving to Arizona at the time. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I can't do all. It's just, it was, so that was like a crazy synchronicity type of thing. Um, but besides this, huh? Like that feeling of like helplessness. Yes, yes, yes. And so this fucking crystal last night, I, I put it away for a while. Like I just put it on my windowsill because I'm like, I, this is just, this crystal's too intense. You know, I've been collecting yeah, crystals. For, new energy. <laughs> it's not even that. So what I realized, well, I'll get into it in a second, but I, because they say you don't have to charge Moldavite, like some crystals you have to cleanse with sage or like with moonlight, intention, whatever. But the lady at the crystal shop was literally like, you don't have to cleanse this. You can charge it in the sun if you want to, but it's not necessary. Like this crystal is just different. And it's crazy because every different crystal shop that I went to looking for it, they're like, what do you know about Moldavite? All right. Well, be careful with it when you have it. It does what they say that it does. So, um, last night I decided to pick it back up and sleep with it again. And I've been having good sleep. <laughs> I've been, shit has been Gucci for me. You think you like purged that bitch? Like you think you. When I tell you my dream last night was horrifying. Yeah. I wasn't as scared as I was like at first, almost cause I knew what to expect. I knew to expect some shit. Basically last night I had a dream that. All the Trumpians came out pissed and they were revolting. It was a civil war. And I've had civil war dreams before, like modern civil war, but everybody was so unprepared. Like, I I don't have a gun. I was like, fuck, what do when, I do? Say, Half you, my family. When you say you're sleeping mm -hmm. with her, you're like holding it while you sleep or is it just like under your I, pillow? You put it in your mouth? Yeah. Like yeah, I just. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know you. Yeah, like chew on it in the middle of the night. I, don't, I, don't, I, really I actually don't. have to snort it. I grind it up into a fine powder and I snort it right before I go to bed. You get your mortar and pestle out and you're just fucking grinding. <laughs> no, I, I really no. have no idea. So you're like holding it? <laughs> no, I just uh, I put it under my pillow. Okay. And yeah, um, the Trumpians were starting a civil war and. They were going fucking ham. They were literally like people, everybody was boarding up their businesses, boarding up their houses as if a hurricane was coming. My, half my family went to Jamaica. I was pissed. I was like, you guys really fucking went to Jamaica without telling me anything. <laughs> They're like, yeah, sorry. We thought you had a plan. And I'm just like, what the fuck? And oh, fuck. I literally, <laughs> I literally you good, girl. go into like, <laughs> you got it. <laughs> Catch your podcast. You'll be okay. And... I remember being with my mom and her being, she brought me into a, into a room through the garage and then 
into a bunker and she was just like, do not let anybody in. You'll be safe here. I got to go. And she did. And I'm alone in this bunker scared as fuck. And people kept getting into the bunker. And I feel really weird saying all this because this was the weirdest shit ever, but fuck it. I'm just going to tell you. In this dream, people kept finding the bunker. And I didn't know who I could trust and who I couldn't. So I had to kill everybody who found the bunker because I was like, first of all, there's only enough resources in here for me. And second of all, like... I don't know who I can trust. And it sucks because after I killed them, I would figure out like, 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 I think the first two people I killed. Yes. The first two people I killed were like actually like ill will, ill intention. And the second time what happened was it was like this guy and he's like, look what we have here. Look what I just found, honey. And I fucking killed him. And then next thing I know, his wife is standing by the bunker and she's like, she was like the sweetest woman and they were trying go they were going around trying to find people to help um to help out of their situations and i was like fuck and i killed so many people and in the end <clears throat> i ended up getting rescued and i literally remember waking up several times going back to the dream but then finally waking up and being like what the fuck am i supposed to be learning from this and what I got from it is either a civil war actually is fucking coming <laughs> or that I still have a lot of lack that I need to let go of because I was, I was in this state of lack. I was like, there's not enough here for me, not enough protection, not enough resources here for me and somebody else. Like I just got to do what I got to do for me that. So I have some deep rooted sense of lack that I need to let go of and just to trust the universe because I ended up getting saved anyways. Um, And, you know, I I probably didn't even have to do all that. But the shit was fucking crazy because literally woke up drenched in sweat. This hasn't happened to me since the last time I slept with this Moldavite. Like the, the, uh, the essence of these dreams is so real. And I ended up watching this video today from this specialist and he said that how the moldavite works well how some of it works is it literally it's like um it's like if you're drinking every day and then you stop or um whenever your body detoxifies itself basically the crystal is taking all these events that are kind of um strung into your dna and your psyche from past lives and purging them out through you, through your dreams, which is crazy as fuck that he said that because that's exactly what I felt like. Yeah, that's fucking insane. I, uh, I, have a, I have a friend that lives in D.C. and like she sends me photos all the time of like what it looks like right now. Like they have like the National Guard and like the streets and like everywhere is blocked uh-huh. off. And I have another friend, like I don't want to like out her job or anything, but they <clears throat> just had her drive eight hours up to D.C. to like uh, stay in guard and like just in case anything was to go down but I had this dream one time of these two fucking tweakers broke into my house and mm. it was like some fucking it was like some Call of Duty shit like I seen shit through like their point of view and then mine and like for some reason like my house was like a fucking battlefield of some sort like it was all smoky yeah. and like camera was like on them and 
it's like following them in. They're like, oh, we're going to fucking get some good shit. And then I remember like just being in my dream, being like, what's up, motherfuckers? Just blasting both of them away. And, uh, yeah. So then I woke up because I was like, oh, I just shot two tweakers. So I woke up, went and checked my (laughs) kitchen. And I was like, all right, I didn't shoot two tweakers. Like, we're good. And then, like, the next yeah. fucking night, my my tweaker-ass neighbors, uh, one of them definitely wandered into my yard on a fucking little tweaky binge. And I walked outside in my underwear, and I was like, what we doing, bro? Like, <laughs> I just I just fucking what? dripping. Like, what we doing, bro? Yeah. Yeah, like, literally the next night, he just, like, walks into my yard. And, like, my dog goes crazy, like, when anybody's in the yard. So, like, when my dog starts barking at 2 in the morning, I was like, yeah, something's off. So I walked out paddling with my underwear and like my fucking boots. I was like, all right, let, like let's dance, pony boy. Like, <laughs> so I can do this. You ain't, <laughs> you ain't rolling up in my crib like this. So he was like, oh man, my bad, bro. I was, I was, uh, I was. You wasn't doing shit, bro. You, you getting out of my yard? And so he left. Isn't it crazy how your subconscious yeah. like, like that, that happened to that? Yeah. Uh, that just reminds me of something that I was gonna say earlier. You know, I'm sure you've heard the theory that our souls know everything that they are signing up for before they hop into this earth simulation or or something along those lines. Like everything that's going to happen in your life, every single thing, your soul like looks at it. Maybe it plays out before it. And like, you know, maybe they're like swiping kind of like on Fruit Ninja. (laughs) They're swiping like, hmm. Tinder for souls. They're like, uh, left. Hey, really quick. I don't. I don't mean to. I don't mean to like fuck up our excellent conversation. Can I go pee really quick? Yeah, go ahead. Do your thing. I'll, uh, this, I'll talk this, to the listeners. This uh, this piss brought to you by Coors Banquet from Golden, Colorado. <laughs> with 100% Rocky Mountain spring water. All right, I'll be right back. Mm. So, what I began to say uh, was that our souls know everything that they're signing up for, and how fucking crazy is that thought? Like the hardest thing that you've been through in your life. Your soul knew that it was going to happen. and was like, oh, it's okay. We're, we're going to be able to get through that. It's all right. Fuck it. Yeah. What else? What else you got for me? What else? Like, uh, I don't know if I can get through that. Nah, fuck it. Fuck it. Wait, I got my, I got my angels and. And the earth conspiring. Oh, wait, I'm source. I'm source. I can do fucking anything. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do earth. That thought is fucking crazy. And I just took a big rip from my dab pen. So I forget exactly what it was that led me into saying that. But uh, yeah, you heard it here, guys. Just know that your soul knew and knows everything that you're going to go through or have went through here on your earth journey. Hmm. What up? Oh, nothing, you know, just talking to the people, sip of wine. What up, y'all? What are you eating? I'm not eating anything. I'm well, me on me Pinot Noir. Oh, you were taking a drink, word. I just finished my third course banquet. I'm so jealous. I want some fucking listen, I 
will not buy beer. Huh? You want me to mail you some? Please don't. (laughs) Please don't. I'm trying to get a six pack. I'm trying to get a six pack. So I will not like if I go out to a bar, then like as my guilty pleasure thing, I'll like have like a draft beer, maybe two, maybe three if I'm really being bad. But like, that's it. I can't do beer at home because I will fucking beer is my shit. IPAs, wheat beers. All right, you just lost me with all that shit, but I'll mail you a six-pack of Coors Banquet. We drink American in this house. Uh, But literally, that was the second... Go ahead. (laughs) No, you go ahead, because now I'm interested. I I did have... I'm interested now. I did have a problem buying Coors Banquet because the dude that started this shit's name is like Adolf Coors, and I'm like, yeah, fuck Adolf, but this is a damn good dude. Fuck all Adolfs. Why would somebody name their son that? Dude, it, it didn't even make sense. <laughs> Seems like a good name. If Let's 20, name him Adolf. If it's 2021, you still get named Adolf, dude. Fuck. I don't know what to tell you. You gotta, you gotta ask your parents what the fuck they were on. You gotta go by Ulf at that point. <laughs> mm, yeah. Beer have you heard, me. Have no, you heard of past life regression? Mm, I have, but I don't I'm not like what what exactly is it? Oh so apparently there's like a form of like meditation where you can find out what you were in like a past life. And there's like different breath work techniques you can do. Supposedly, I've not tried any of them. I was really into it at first. And then I was like, you know what? Like, I don't know that I'd even like really want to know. You know, Uh, I I definitely no, I definitely think that I've been getting glimpses after the dream I had last night and putting together the information that I procured from uh a YouTube video that I watched with the crystal specialist and thinking about the other dreams that I've had. I think that whatever I was or whoever I was in my past life, I had to deal with a lot of violence. And I think I had to deal with a lot of fear. And I think that's where a lot of my anxiety stems from. Um, And I mean, it stems from life experiences too uh but it's just i feel like it makes so much sense with the the way that i felt i guess that's what's the most prominent in the moldavite dreams it's that i can excuse me clearly recall the way that i feel and it's always just such an intense feeling like real life shit like fear and it's Yes, fear and just dread. Like fuck. You think so. it's you think it stems from your past life? Like you think if you were a fucking I don't know, like a butter churner in fucking nineteen nineteen hundreds Amish, like you think your your uh Moldavite dreams would be different? <laughs> I think so. But also another cool thing about Moldavite is that apparently it works different for a lot of people. So a lot of people do go through the dream thing and uh, have very like dreams that they would call night tears. But I guess it works different, like different pieces of it work different, even though it was the same comet that crashed 
from uh from wherever the fuck in the universe that just came from. If you're, if you're having these dreams in America, imagine what the fucking the Chechnyans are dreaming about, you know? Well, fuck. <laughs> I think in my in my past life, and I've not. I wanted to do the past life regression, but I'm to the point where I'm like, you know what? Like I'm in this body in this universe at this time frame mm-hmm. for a reason. Um, I think 100%. This is not me blowing like smoke up your ass or anything. I think I was a wolf in a past life, or maybe like a pack animal of some sort. What? Yeah, because it, it, like, it's really weird but like my entire life like i've always been drawn to wolves like for some uh, odd, like, for some odd reason like i've always just been really drawn to them. like even the dog i have now like resembles like a like a small wolf um uh, and so like i've just always been like really drawn to them for some odd reason and there was this one time i had a dream where i was like running through the forest and i like looked to my left and there was like like wolves running beside me and i looked to my right and there's like other wolves running beside me so i think i was like some sort of pack animal um wow but then like my love of like competition like my love of fighting like i think i was some sort of gladiator like some sort of warrior in some past life like i feel like that kind of shit like probably carries over a little bit like i don't think i was like a fucking viking or anything i might have been you know the coliseum you know battling motherfuckers to the death that's so crazy that is so fucking cool like i'm just now starting to think all that shit is cool again yeah i might watch game of thrones I just like for some reason like I've always been drawn to like those two conclusions like even when I was wrestling uh like when I was growing up I was like maybe 13 or 14 and I was like in a past life I was a wolf or I was a fucking gladiator <laughs> like everybody's uh-huh. like what are you talking about bro like we're, we're watching the fucking Simpsons and I'm like dude I don't know hit me <laughs> it's funny that you say that because um this conversation that I'm having with you about my dreams I was having with my roommate and she was like do you think that we could have been animals in a past life? And I was like, oh, definitely. And she was like, I just feel like I relate to animals so much more than I do people. Like, what if every pilot was like a bird in a past life? What if what if every what was a bird? Like, what if every Oh, pilot a pilot. Was... Oh, <laughs> you're yeah. genius. Were like, were I like love that you said that. Like, <laughs> you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> They're like, I don't know why. I just want to fly. I just want to I just want to fucking there. fly. I just want to see what's up there. Oh my god! My <laughs> Maybe I was a mushroom in my past life, and that's why I'm just so fucking addicted. What if you were like a mushroom, but you got ate by like some fucking kid at like at <laughs> some sort of music festival? <laughs> and then, and now you're now you're now you're back again. Here I am. Can't stop talking about this shit. <laughs> You just like walk through, you walk past people on the street and you just automatically hate them and they turns out they were the other fun guy in your group. <laughs> I got picked first bit like, but no, like I've always had this feeling like I've I've just always felt this really strong connection for wolves and like I even when I was like sixteen I had a band and we named it Wolves and like um like I don't know like I've just always had this connection like and so like when I was growing up my dad had this weird connection with wolves too um. And it's so, like, we're Native American, by the way. So uh, my great-grandmother was like full-blooded Cherokee Indian. And so growing up, like my dad had like a lot of these really weird like wolf statues and shit that I never, I don't know, like I never thought anything of, of it. Like I just thought it was like kind of cool. He was just like redneck, you know, hood-rich redneck decor in my mind. But uh, <laughs> redneck. yeah, but like I kind of, like, I just, I don't know. Like I always felt like, like this connection like the wolf like this pack animal 
And then, like I said, like growing mm-hmm. up competing, like I always felt like I was probably like a gladiator of some sort. Like I feel like you definitely have multiple past lives. But what if definitely. you have? What if like you fucking have that one past life and you're just a total dick? You know what I mean? Like you're some sort of dude in like old London that runs like a newspaper press and like there's all these people and they run in and they're like, oh my god, mate, we have the story. And you're just like, fuck you. You know what I'm saying? Like I'd hate to be that guy. <laughs> What if you're Christopher Columbus in a past life? Oh, what a fucking asshole that guy was. Yeah. Dick. Fucking dick. What a dick. Have you seen The Blood Five on Netflix? I've not. Actually, my Netflix, uh, like my list or whatever, is so full, and I just watch like the same shit over and over and over. Oh, my God. You got to watch that movie. It's so good. It's. A, I'm pretty sure it's a – who's the guy who made Kill Bill? Kill Bill. Quentin Tarantino. Are you talking about the Hateful Eight? No, no, no. It's the Blood Five. It might be Spike Lee now that I'm thinking about it. It's either Spike Lee or Quentin Tarantino. But the movies. You know, I'm like a fucking Quentin Tarantino nerd. Oh my God. That movie is so good. It's basically about these five African American pilots who fought during the Vietnam War. And it's there, they reunite and they go back to Vietnam to, and they tell people it's to find their, uh, their old squad captain. I don't know if that's the right term, but their old captain's remains, but really he was also buried with some gold. So that's what they're looking for. And you already know Quentin Tarantino is a fucking animal. He's nuts. He's crazy. So the movie's crazy. It's absolutely insane. You got to watch it. It's so good. What's that? What's that dude? DB Cooper, the DB Cooper that like uh, he buried like all that treasure and shit. I don't know. Maybe I should have made uh, up. I don't know. I don't know. What's the fucking deal with burying burying your treasure? You know what I'm saying? Like I have a fucking. I'm crypto gonna bury wallet. it in the ground so nobody can get it from me. Right? What's the fucking mentality? That I have a fucking crypto wallet. Okay, you know what I'm saying? Anybody with a fucking password can get into this bullshit. If you're listening, I hope you fucking don't, but you know what I'm saying? Like, we got a fucking car with Oh, I just had a thought. In the future, they're going to have fucking, they're going to have crypto pirates because people are going to bury their fucking, their fucking AI currency. And there's going to be people instead of, instead of, Fucking building big ass boats to go look for treasure buried in the fucking sea, which, by the way, that just sounds absolutely. <laughs> or I'm trying to get the crypto booty. I'm gonna have, I'm gonna have like all my passwords just fucking shoved in my ass when I when I get buried. <laughs> nobody, nobody can log into my shit. You know what I mean? Well, these fucking, here's the thing. I know you know what I'm talking about when you try to make a new fucking account. And it's like, suggest that long ass password that you're never going to remember or write down anywhere. So your fucking, your phone, the robot's the only one that's going to know. And they're dumbing down humans like that. And that's why I I use the same fucking password. (laughs) I I seen a meme the other day and it was like, have you ever seen that movie Ex Machina? Um, yes, I have. About the AI. It was the girl from that. And it was like, um, whenever I in whenever I enter the capture wrong three times in a row, and at the bottom it says, Guess I'm a robot now. <laughs> and had that chick. 
<laughs> I was like, yeah, that's how it fucking be sometimes, bro. You get fucking, have you, you seen have the ones like, huh? Prove you're not a robot. And it's like, bitch, you're the robot. You're the robot. <laughs> yeah, you're fucking asking me this shit, bro. Like, I should fucking be asking uh-huh. you. Well, look, this podcast is getting pretty long. So let me look at this list of questions and see which is the most, which one I feel like the listeners would probably be able to extract the most. Dude, from. Let me tell you, you know what it's like when you talk to me, it's a fucking hour of nothing sometimes. <laughs> yeah, we had some, we had some somethings in this. Well, no, no, okay. no I'm saying you know how I am. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I sent you, a but random, it's good. I sent you like a random snap of like nature earlier. Like, I'm just a random. What fan. was that? Uh, uh, like a retention pond. Mm, that was beautiful, cool, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I would fucking sit there, eat some shrooms. Nature's fucking cool. I ain't gonna lie. Nature is absolutely fucking sick. It is beautiful. It is. Mm. It mirrors our lives basically i feel like it's the map like i feel like if you really sit and observe nature enough which is what um what the hindus did and what all these people from different um cultures did did you know that so you know how um you you know what ayahuasca is and you know how there's dmt in one vine but if you just like brew that into tea you won't get fucked up it like you won't trip you won't have the visions you won't meet mother ayahuasca um but they the indigenous people figured out how they figured out that whatever was in the vine of death um as they call it if they mix that with the brew with um then that with the dmt makes ayahuasca and allows your body to consume it in a way um in a way that will give you those hallucinogenic effects do you know that they found that out from i don't know if they found all of it out or some of it out but they found it out from fucking watching the jaguar because the jaguar would fucking chew it up and get fucked up and they would look at it yeah i did know that actually that's fucking sweet isn't it i'm glad i wasn't a jaguar in a past life Maybe I was. Maybe that's why I'm just so drawn to it. Anything to make sense out of it. Yeah, but when you when you look at shit like that, like I didn't mean to like uh, fucking sidetrack us again, but when you look at shit like that, like nature's been doing this shit long before or uh before us. Well, I'm trying to think of like the way to describe it. Nature does what nature does. We shouldn't be fucking it up, you know what I mean? Yeah. Ugh, but then it's it's hard because Ashley did a podcast about this not too long ago. We don't want to have that if it ain't broke, don't fix it mentality. But some things, yes, but it's a slippery slope, you know, because we've made great strides. Like, like what if the people, oh, I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to find a good analogy. Um, what if people were like, our legs work, so we can uh, we can carry this from point A to point B, and this is a good system. It's not broken. Let's not fix it. What if they stayed like that instead of being like, well, if I just keep fucking chipping away at this thing, it's going to turn into a circle, and I think I can make a wheel out of it, and if I get enough wheels, then I can carry way more shit <laughs> to another point. 
you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like, so it's a slippery slope when it comes to that, but I totally get what you mean. Like when I think of, when I think of, um, how we are literally destroying our beautiful mother earth, it makes my blood curl. It makes me fucking sick. And, and I definitely, even not even like, let's leave nature out of it. Like when we fucking, when you look at the direction we are going in with AI, uh, what the fuck? You've seen iRobot, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's oh, literally yeah. happening right now. It's happening. And I'm just like, are we just, just going to let this happen? Because uh, AI is becoming more and more sentient. And then. Go ahead. No, go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. It's so weird. We're, we're creating these movies, right? And there's whole people having these these uh, conversations about AI and like how it's it's slippery slope and like how um, these things could potentially turn against us, right? But we're still like, and like I'm one of those people, like I'm a fucking redneck. Like I'm hillbilly as fuck. And I'm still like, I buy into cryptocurrency like, like weekly, right? Yeah. And like, if you ask me like, what's the best car on the road? Like it's a fucking Tesla. A Tesla is literally just a oh, fucking, yeah. like an AI, right? This oh, car yeah. can fucking drive itself. And let me tell you, I drove a Tesla uh, la, 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 over Thanksgiving. Shit was so fucking fast, it snapped my head back. Like, you know, when Post Malone says, uh, hit the gas, get a motherfucking nosebleed. Yeah. Like, I fucking understand that now. Like, this is a fast motherfucking car. Whoa. Like, and it's. it's I want one so bad. Oh, I do too. It's possibly it. the best vehicle ever. Right. But, like, it's the same people. Like, and I'm saying, I'm like, yo, fuck AI, but I'm also, like, embracing cryptocurrency and I'm embracing Tesla. Like, it's one of those things where, like, we are literally, like, there's a thin ass line. And it's like we're consistently oh trying to cross it. You ever seen the Boston, um, uh, the Boston College study on like the robots that they had to dance? Did you see that? Mm-mm. They got these bitches Mm-mm. to fucking dance, and like they're doing like TikTok. Oh, so robots is out here doing it, and I can't even fucking do it. Great, <laughs> great. But it's like it's like what the fuck are we doing though? You know what I mean? Like it's we embrace it almost too much sometimes. It's terrifying. Yeah, it's honestly terrifying, and it's. It's bleeding. It like it's a matter of time before um, artificial intelligence becomes sentient. I was literally just listening to this Martin Luther King speech earlier, thinking about how crazy it is that people literally used to be like, "Their skin is different from ours. Let's let's right. treat them like a let's let's treat them like a lower class. Let's treat them like shit. They do everything for us. They're not even people." But at what point? Are we going to have sentient technology, you know, and be like, well, these, this is, this is a robot. This is, this is technology, you know, but, but at one point, is it going to, what point is it going to become fucked up? You know what I mean? Yeah. That and the fact that like my little sister and friends of mine literally sit on their phones all day and allow their life force to be sucked out of them. Cause that's, what's going on essentially. Oh, yeah. Like your people's life force is literally being sucked out of them by their devices. And I know this because that's what will happen with me. That's why I'm so mindful about my technology use now, because I'll literally sit there with my phone. And before I know it, look up and be like, wow, I've really been on my phone 
all day. And yeah, maybe, maybe for brief bits of that, I was being productive on my phone, you know, but I've been looking at my phone screen all day, looking at my hand. I don't even know what the fucking weather's like outside. I don't know what it looks like outside. I haven't connected with a fucking tree or something that is actually sentient because I've been fucking scrolling on Instagram and Twitter and thank God I don't have a TikTok (laughs) and opening and reopening Snapchat. Like what the fuck, you know? And so it's just like, it is a really slippery slope, but that's not to say that technology hasn't done great things for us. I love technology. I love the fact that like half my family lives in one state and the other half lives in another and I can communicate with them at like, like instant, yeah. like instantaneously. Like, I love that. <clears throat> but you're right. Like I, and me, me and you started this whole conversation off. Um, yeah. I don't think we were recording, but we were, t- I was like, yeah, I've been on Instagram for like fucking three hours. Like, like it's fucking, it's yeah. so easy, but yeah, it's, fucking we go outside like if you're listening to this podcast inside just walk outside keep listening but like walk outside just take a peek outside get some fucking sunlight bruh oh my god sunlight's so important drink out of a fucking creek shit in the woods dude nobody fucking cares go shit in the woods you said you said don't no 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 i said go Go. Go. Go shit, Go in, the shit in the woods. Take, take toilet paper with you because you don't want to get poison ivy from not being able to. <laughs> no, no, no. No. Toilet paper is just so 20th century. You got to install the duvet. <laughs> what is it called? A bidet. <laughs> oh, fuck. I say that. Install a bidet in the woods. So you... <laughs> no way. What's it like? I just want to know. <laughs> I don't want to use it if other fucking people have been using this shit. <laughs> Yeah, go take a shit outside, bro. If you if you feel like in a past life you were a bear, hey, bear shit in the woods, dude. Does the Pope shit in the woods? Absolutely, bro. Find you a tall tree, preferably away from a school and away from an intersection. Find you a tall tree, lean up against that bitch, and just take a shit, dude. Nobody cares. It's twenty twenty one. Gotta think about the trees' feelings. Fucking fertilization. Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. All right, shit on the tree, guys. Liberate yourself, bro. I was just talking about using it, something to hold you up because most people can't hold yourself up out there. But yeah, fertilize that tree, dude. <laughs> mm. I told you, hey, we're, we're an hour and twenty three minutes into this motherfucker. I told you, sometimes it just it just goes out. But you know, it's good because it's all authentic conversation that we are just. We are just gonna let the listeners extract We're just meaning shitting from. Shitting on trees. Oh yeah. Just shitting on trees. Oh my god. You know what? What I was gonna say um, when we were still talking about technology, I was talking to somebody the other day, and we were talking about you know uh, how like people whether they prefer mushrooms or acid a lot of people prefer mushrooms and a lot of the time the argument is because it's all natural and blah 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 and then you know you have people who prefer acid whatever um but what i said was and this is all me i'm pretty proud of it acid is the ai of psychedelics oh look at you i would actually agree yeah i, I would agree with that however if it comes from the earth, it probably ain't gonna hurt you. You know right. what I'm saying? Like there's a right, lot right, of people right. trying to trying to fucking they're trying to keep this shit illegal and uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. If it comes from the earth, it's probably okay, bro. 
Unless it's mm. like unless it's like an endangered species, bro. Just pick it and eat it, bro. Look, dude. Well, I don't red, know. There's some red berries in my in my yard right now. I'm probably not going to eat them because I think they're poisonous. But if I was hungry enough, hell yeah, dude. Right, right, right. Like I would never. Well, I don't know. I would love to go mushroom foraging, and just you know pick them and eat them out in the wild, but. Also, there's like the species that look really similar to the psychedelic species that would kill you. You know, this is a very off topic. When I was growing up, um, my family, we so it was me, my dad, my grandpa, my brother, my nephew, and my uncle. Uh, we would wander off into the mountains because I'm from the Appalachian Mountains, and we would wander into the mountains. And they used to have these mushrooms called morel mushrooms. Have you ever heard of them? Never. They're called morel mushrooms, or some people call them molly moochers, or some people call them dryland fish, too. Um, but they're this mushroom that grows wild in the mountains. And uh, you like we'd walk way back, like way, way, way back into the mountains. And we'd take uh, like grocery bags, and we'd just stand out there and pick mushrooms all day. And then we'd take them to the house. <clears throat> we'd take them to the house. We'd uh, bread them, fry them, and then eat them like deer meat. So, like, at a young age, uh, like, I was taught, like, foraging and, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, harvesting at, like, such a young I age. That. And I never understood, like, at the time, like, I thought it was just, like, us just, like, you know, like, to me, it was just us all being out in the woods and, like, bonding. But now that I'm older, like, I can recognize, like, this was fucking foraging. Like, I, was, I was taught this at, like, a young age. Bless you. I was taught this at, like, a young age. Um, and I feel like that's part of, I don't want to say like what's wrong with people now, but like, there's a lot of fucking people that like, if shit was to hit the fan, like you're talking like a civil war, if shit was to hit the fan, there's a lot of people that wouldn't know how to survive. Yeah. And like, I, just, I feel like very honored. <laughs> like, I grew up, hey, yeah. no, you, live, you, live, you live so close to me. Like you come on up here, dude, I'll teach you how to shit in the woods. I'll teach you how to fucking, <laughs> but no, like, like there's a lot Perfect. of people, there's a lot of people that like don't have, and I'm like, I'm not knocking those people at all, but like, there's a lot of people that wasn't right, right, right. like, they weren't raised the way I was. Yeah. And so like, I feel like that's a lot of it too, is like, we're, we're so dependent on machines and big corps and, and factories to get our food. Like all of it. Yes. <clears throat> yes, we are. And it's scary. It is very scary because like I said, like there's a lot of people like, like I'm uh, like, Hey, I was raised in the Appalachian fucking mountains, bro. I speak fucking banjo five days of the week. You know what I'm saying? But <laughs> um, I was also like in a native, like I'm from a native American family. So like, this was just like a way of life for us. Like we'd go, we just call Molly Moochers. We go Molly Moocher hunting. We'd fucking fry them up, eat our deer meat. Like it was cool, but like there's a lot of people that can't do that. Like they just they don't know how. Like they weren't raised in that environment. And so in this world of like AI and shit, like we're slowly moving towards an entire generation of people that don't know how to do this. And then when shit hits the fan, like they're not going to know what to do. And that's exactly what they want us to do. They as in like yeah, an them. entire generation of people who choose use the comp computer generated password instead of choosing their own. So they're never going to know fucking what password to use. Fucking DoorDash. Fucking DoorDash. Have you ever used it? Yeah. I've never used it. I don't, you know what? I know it sounds like really paranoid. I don't like the idea of some asshole just like going and picking up my food. Cause I've heard like all these horror stories, like, like people dropping like off. Like they steal food. your yeah, half the fucking fries are gone. I was like, bruh, if you bring me my shit and half these fries are gone, I'm literally going to just fucking follow you. Fighting someone. They make you put a sticker on top of the bag now. Oh, so what? 
Mm-hmm. Still that was that was a real thing. Still probably gonna use. It. I don't like it, but but you know what I'm saying. Like there's. <laughs> If I'm delivering somebody's DoorDash and they order Chick-fil-A, I will find a way to get one of those fries. <laughs> I don't care. But like, you know what I'm saying, though? Like, it, it seems like the world is coming to this boiling point where they're not, yes. teaching, there's not, they're not teaching these kids skills at all. And then on top of that, they're making everything automatic. What happens when, that, when the grid goes down? You know, we were talking about Y2K. Because uh, me and you are about the same age. I think you're about a year younger than me, actually. Happy birthday, by the way. Um, But like you, when you talk about like Y2K, like that happened in our generation and like people were worried that everything was going to go down. Well, now there's like rumors that shit really will go down. Like, like grid wise, like computer wise. Like, so what happens then? You know what I'm saying? But that's where the government wants you. There's that whole aspect to it. That's exactly what they want. So there's that whole aspect to it. And then on top of that aspect. No, not at all, because I think about this all the fucking time, because it's literally happening before our eyes. Like, I, when I was younger, we had iRobot on bootleg DVD, so I watched that movie so many times, and I feel that gives me hey, a heightened yeah, <laughs> ability to sniff out this bullshit. <laughs> literally, there's, so there's that whole aspect, and then there's the whole aspect of, people living out their whole entire fucking lives on their phones or watching netflix all day my sister and her girlfriend she's never gonna listen to this podcast probably if you are i'm sorry nessa but me and you had this talk literally watch netflix the whole day people spend their whole entire lives trapped behind screens and you know what i literally watched this whole thing on sacred geometry the other day and how the ancient Egyptians and people all over the world and different cultures figured out how to build these monolithic sites like Stonehenge, like the pyramids, to exact north, south, west uh, alignments. And they built them so that they were they were centered or, or built to these degrees that literally line up perfectly with the stars and prove that they knew that the earth was rotating on its axis, rotating around the sun, and that the moon was orbiting around us, or if that's how it works. But these people knew that. And I'm like, wow, these people are so fucking smart. How the fuck did they figure that out? I don't know, but I'm sure, you know what I'm sure that they weren't doing? Fucking Getting lost in TikTok black holes. (laughs) Literally. And it's just like, fuck, man. People aren't taking time to get in tune with themselves at all. People aren't taking time to meditate, to find a healthy spiritual practice, to ponder their existence in this lifetime, in this incarnation. People aren't taking the time to do that because they're fucking lost in a reddit black hole somewhere let me not talk bad about reddit though yeah no, yeah that's what I was about to say. Yeah, you better you better calm down about reddit but no I, I understand exactly what you're saying like you have people people used to invent these crazy fucking things right look at the fucking the creator of our generation the fucking my pillow guy that dude used to be a fucking crackhead you know what i'm saying like did he really oh yeah dude you should read his book he it's full of gems um, <laughs> And I'm not knocking that dude either because, hey, I have a bunch of friends that are sober 
And hey, congratulations if you are sober. Right? If you're going through oh, sobriety, yeah. congratulations. But yeah, that dude used to be a fucking crackhead. And he's like the fucking, he's like the fucking, the innovator of our generation. Shit, bro. Or Jeff Bezos fucking weird ass. Nah. No, I understand mm-hmm. exactly what you're saying. I was going to say, I think we've had this conversation before because we, we got really deep on my podcast about yeah. this shit. And yeah, like, like these people weren't sitting in front of their phones 24 seven, but you know, like it just goes to show like, like the technology grows and people are just like, oh, it's just an advancement in technology. It's just an advancement in civilization. No, it's really not. Because when you look at the actual planetary structure, there's a con one, a con two, and then a Dyson sphere, right? So <clears throat> if you follow crypto and you follow a, a fellow named uh, Andre Jeek, like you probably already heard this, a Dyson sphere can literally swallow an entire galaxy, right? So a kind two planetary structure would be like, these motherfuckers are uh, creating their own energy. They're getting it from the sun. Like they're, um like a fully functioning planet with no like no bullshit right and then a, a kind one would be like um like the people are getting um their their power from the sun right and they have like global currency etc that's like so anyways um so like that to me would be us advancing as a civilization if we were to find a way to get energy from the sun, right? A, a, i.e., like solar power, uh, global currency, etc. Not the fact that we can fucking like three different posts at the same fucking time on Instagram, or that we can, can up- you do that. No, <laughs> but I'm sure in a fucking year it's probably going to be possible. You know what I'm saying? Like that's not to me. That's not advancing as a civilization. We have TikTok and fucking TikTok dances. Motherfuckers getting hit in the street because they're trying to film this shit. And old fucking Martha, <sighs> Martha's 78-year-old fucking cataract ass can't see to drive and fucking plows into one of these kids. No, that's not... You know what I'm saying? Like, And I'm sorry, Martha, if you're listening, but fuck. Martha's like, fuck you, JT. <laughs> <laughs> I can't afford cataract surgery. You know I do I'm, my best. You know what I'm saying though? Like that like to me, that's not advancing as a civilization when we can fucking watch Netflix and Hulu at the same time. Ooh, fucking cool, dude. I, I used to have to fucking rewind my VHS by hand because of the rewind button on my VHS tape was fucking Rewinding that VHS by hand built fucking character. Hey. That's what it did. And kids today will never know what it's like. Period. Yeah, I showed my little nephew's rotary phone the other day. I was like, what the fuck is this? I was like, are you fucking kidding me right now? Like, I'm not even that much. Like, I'm not that fucking old, bro. Like, get out of here. But no, like, like for me, advancement as a civilization is like us utilizing solar power and like us utilizing a global currency, i.e. like like cryptocurrency. It's not fucking yes. TikTok. It's not Instagram. It's not, it's not this shit. Like, yeah, that's cool. But it there, is. There's With we- mindful use. Yeah, but there's plenty of evidence that we actually had this technology before. Exactly. You the know Egyptians had solar-powered toy cars. Right, that's what I'm saying. Like, there's... I, I could I could fucking ramble all day long, but, like... Oh, yeah. To me, yeah. like, we're not advancing as a civilization. Like, we're, like, we're dividing ourselves as a civilization. We should be working towards... Um, you know, cause I'm like a really religious dude too. So like, I think you should always strive to like care about other people and like strive to take care of other people. So like when you essentially like drop this ego and you drop this pride and you could, you can stand beside your neighbor and like take care of your fucking neighbor without any, like without expecting anything in return. <clears throat> and you can 
successfully draw some sort of power from solar power or whatever, and you have a globalized currency like that's to me, like when we've evolved as a, as a civilization, not fucking TikTok and the bus it down challenge. I don't know. I might do that one. I watched, I watched uh, this dude on TikTok that I follow and I watched him do it earlier and I had no idea what he was going to do. Like he's like a mechanic and he was like, he was like, today I'm going to show you how to, how to restore the inside of a 1961 van. And then all of a sudden he's, he's busting it down. And I was like, oh, damn, bro, you got me. <laughs> got me but good. You, know, you know what I'm saying, though? Like, that's like. No, no, I definitely do. And I, I get on my soapbox about it constantly because it's fucking scary to watch it happening and to be doing nothing about it. Like, well, fuck, let me at least try my best. Let me at least say my piece, you know. And um, as a, as an awakened being, I believe that you should never tell somebody what to do because everybody has their own path. But um, but it is also equally as important to speak your truth and um, and, you know, things of that nature. And I just I feel like <sighs> I feel like there is like. If there's not a civil war coming, regardless of if there's one coming or, coming or not, there is a revolution around the corner, or you could even say that it's here. And that's why all these fucking woke-ass people are coming out and talking about things like sex trafficking and talking about things like the 2% that controls the fucking world and, and you know, Fuck George Soros. Greece is the... Yeah. Yeah, fuck that guy. I, and I don't mean um, to, I don't mean to keep fucking you up, but Bob Dylan said back in like the eighties, he was like a revolution's in the air. He says it in the song Tangled Up in Blue. He says revolution was in the air. And even though he's telling a story in that song, like that's that line always sticks out to me. Revolution's in the air. Like I feel it like one hundred percent. Whether it's whether it's a revolution against technology, it's a revol- a revolution against the the fucking two percent, like whatever it is, like it's like it's in the I air. think they've got to go first. Oh, 100. 100%. 100%. I'm scared talking about it even more. Sleep. You know what? Actually, I I done a whole podcast talking about like the Clinton body count and like the Soros and the Rothschilds and shit. So like, if they ain't whacked me yet. Like, I think you're you're probably all right. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. It's just, it's just I'm fucking over it, and something's got to give. You know, Wait. and the age of the Aquarius is here. And I do see it happening. The age of the Aquarius. Have you heard about it? No, but I'm an Aquarius. Are you? Yeah, girl. Whoa. When's your birthday? Uh, Date redacted. Uh, No, it's February. (laughs) The fourth? Yeah. Okay. What is yours? My sister's is the second. Yours is the 15th? 13th. 13th. I fucking almost said 13th first and then I I stopped and I I heard it. I was like, yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. I was like, wait, what is today? Yeah. Um, that's amazing. Yeah, I will I don't want to butcher it, so I'll send you a couple different YouTube videos, but I think you'll be very excited to uh to hear about it. But you know, there is a basically it's a global universal shift in consciousness. Um oh, actually, that happened. Yeah, I know what you're talking about now. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I believe it happened December 21st. That was the date. But, you know, it's the energy is all kind of coming to a head. And, you know, Aquarius, I bet this Aquarius season is about to be lit as fuck. Fucking lotto. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) It's literally going to be your season. So all those fucking intentions. You know, I'm no astrologist, but I would assume that it works some some way like that because this Capricorn season for me has been whew, bomb. I ain't no astrologist, but it's gonna rain tomorrow. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Period. And on that note, I'm going to uh, I'm going to call it for Damn, this week's yeah. wolf portal I feel, I because feel a couple times there. No, it was all great. It was all great. JT, please tell the people how they can find you if they so please. Yeah. So if you guys want to uh, hear some more about me rambling, uh, you can find me on Instagram at the takedown podcast or at the weekly forecast. I super appreciate little Wolfie for having me on. That's my homie for forever. Um, Yeah. Thanks for having me on. This has been a pleasure. Um, The pleasure is all mine. Thank you. And until next time, sweet listeners, don't forget, go shit on a tree. (laughs) (laughs) Don't forget, go shit on a tree. Um, Get your guns and prepare for the Civil War. And don't let the 2% control you. Yeah. Shop local. (laughs) 